0: If you
2: dare.
0: Listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Yeah,
4: Wednesday, October 19th, halfway through the week. We're getting hyped.
3: Halfway through, but I still wish it was a Friday. Cavino <laughs> and Rich, Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An no unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah, buddy. Hey. Steve Cavino, Rich Davis, Spotty your- Boy, Danny G, oh, Ramos, and Buyer. Thank you guys for hanging out. Hope you're Man. having a great day. Hope you're having a Kyle Schwaber hitting bombs, sort of day. Man, this
4: guy's a freight train today.
3: Me? I'm always a freight train.
4: I was <laughs> like, hello, you're like, everybody.
3: You're like Thomas the Tank Engine.
4: Jeez. You're like Thomas. you like Sir Topham Hatt. Man, to I like a ca- little choo choo train. I could have finished my lunch. You were yapping, yapping, yapping. You're Are you serious?
3: Welcome to my world. De- Dealing with you, Motormouth. Sir Yaps a lot. Rich Davis. That was my <laughs> that was my rap that was my rapping name. I mean are you serious this guy's the most hyped up dude on the planet talking about hyped. that I'm a freight train. But anyway, we have lots to get to today and thank you again if you want to be a part of it 87799 on Fox. You know, you can finally say
4: it. You wouldn't say it yesterday. Oh, rock the baby, bro. Rock the baby? We're coming for you, Houston. Come on. All rise. Oh, All rise. Here
3: comes the judge. Here comes. We're ready. I mean, now you want me to talk, yeah, right? i think Yankees y- win. The... Oh. Bring on the Astros. You yes. were such a you were such a wuss yesterday. I in gotta the, get people. I know that the, the Fox inning. Sports Radio Nation has to be all pulling for the Yanks tonight, right? Am I right? Everyone rooting for the you Yankees. Want to do a poll? Everyone's See? a Yankees yeah. fan tonight because <laughs> yeah. nobody, unless you're from Houston, wants the Astros to win. And if you do, let me remind you, they're cheaters. Not this squad. <laughs> maybe Not, maybe doesn't five years Al ago, two still on
4: the team, they're cheaters. Once a cheater, always a cheater. That's Right. I mean, some could argue that. I don't know. I'd like to think that's not the case. But I'm <laughs> okay. pumped. Man. Um, you know, I why will is that say. Rich? I will say. Well, I'll tell you why. Um, the Astros, Yankees. Yesterday, you were reluctant to say it. And well, we, you don't want to be the jinx. We left right before the ending of the game, and Ramos, Danny G. I'm sure you guys saw it. I think the Yankees did the cradle thing perfectly. Final out of the game. Ground ball at a short. Little flip to second for the force play. Game over. And I believe it was your boy, the Glaber of Love. Glaber Torres does the little rockin'. And I'm thinking, like, pretty cool. Pretty pretty cool way to pretty,
3: rub it in a little bit.
1: Pretty cool. You pretty. gotta do it.
4: It's a it's a jab, but a good jab.
3: Yeah. A deserving jab. And when you think about it, Josh Naylor, he got what he deserved. But you also gotta applaud him for bringing the fun yeah. to the game. It's a game. He's fired up. I'm not hating on the guy. It was obnoxious, but... The Yankees jabbed them back. They won. They rocked the cradle. And if you saw what went viral today, all the wives and girlfriends of the Yankees were all in the booths doing oh, it, <laughs> that's doing it cool. too. Because it became a fun thing. The yeah. fans got involved. Let's so you could be playing. There's rec no animosity sport. there. No, it you, was. It
4: was good, fun, competitive, taunting. Little league, uh, high school rec sports. Personalities that are polarizing are always good. Like there could be guys you play pick up basketball with, but if they're a jerk, it's sort of fun to beat them. And it's sort of aggravating to lose to them. So did you see how much fun you the Yankees those
3: fans, especially the kids, had taunting Josh Naylor back, rocking the baby. So it's the much- modern
4: day Pedro Martinez, who's your daddy. Who's your daddy? And yeah. I saw it was recently the anniversary of Pedro throwing Don Zimmer to the ground. Which oh, is so <laughs> one of the one of the greatest moments in baseball. Only because it did make Pedro look like the worst dude at the but time. Was he really, though? By, By the way, know. yeah. He totally uh I guess uh
3: changed his image after that because he was hated He's, after he that. He's a likable guy. He, he was, hated, was, by, super it was hated
4: by the Yankees fans. Well, hey, you got baseball going on now. Phillies are up 1 nothing. They got two runners on, no outs, second and third. Phillies hot, and no one on planet Earth would have said, if a team comes out of the National League East, it's going to be the Phillies. How much of a, th- not even an afterthought, a third thought? It was like, Braves or Mets, Mets or Braves. Oh, the Phillies may sneak in. Well, proving
3: more than ever what we always say: like it doesn't matter how you did all season, you just got to make the playoffs. Clean slate. playoffs. It begins there. So that game's going on as we speak. Like Rich said, Phillies up one nothing. We'll keep you posted. Yankees asterisks tonight. Mm-hmm. The one, the one day, the one series where everyone's pulling for the Yanks. Let's go! I don't know about I that. I know. I don't. I'm just hoping. But again, hope you're having a great day. Want to hear from you. We are going to debut a, a new game today Ooh. called Midweek Major. Can't wait. Because we're, we're midweek, but we're going to get a few stories and we decide if they're mid, if they're weak,
4: or they're major stories. And we're also going to air our frustrations. What NFL team should be. The most annoyed right now. We're going to get to all that, some NFL, some baseball, basketball last night. Danny J. I'm glad I didn't bet on your Lakers. They did not cover that six
1: or seven points. Oh, man. They looked so good in the first quarter. I know. And then wah, wah, that uh, defense, Darvin Ham, was raving about all preseason. It uh, didn't last the entire game. You're not you know Tom You know Warriors Tom... are really good, teams. I was just going to yeah. say, really they, just, they showed
4: team. immediately that yeah. they're still it, the team to beat. A, it's a tough gauge, right? It's like you... It's like, you know when someone comes off the IL and their first game back, they're pitching against a top-tier team. You're like, oh, that's sort of unfair. Like the Lakers are like, all right, we're back in it. Let's really First game, Warriors. Oh man. Yeah.
1: Like well, they couldn't have started against like the Kings or something. <laughs> this version of the Lakers, this, uh this version of the Lakers, their real test is gonna be Sunday against the Trailblazers. Exactly.
4: Um You know what you 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 do wonder. I don't want to get into too much NBA now because we got we got our agenda here that I want to get to some Baseball and football right out the gate. But NBA started. You see LeBron put up 30-plus, right? And you see what Tom Brady's doing. I mean, you're seeing no diminished skills in LeBron James to the point where you're like, he could this, he could do this for a while when still. When you're
3: putting millions of dollars into your health and fitness, you're seeing the difference. You know how you... you, there, you know, these are two guys that put their... Their health and fitness as a priority in their career, you know, a like major priority. When They're we were, investing uh, in
4: it. When we were growing up, it was a different world. Like Danny J. Ramos, Backman. When we were kids, like not like maybe one or two moms in the neighborhood did like Jack LaLanne, and moms were wearing mom jeans, they got short haircuts. Now moms are hotter than ever. I go to pick up my kid at school, I'm like, damn! I'll say! And, you know, people take care of themselves. People go into Orange Theory, CrossFit, boxing classes, Pilates. That wasn't when we were kids, right? And dads. What did your dad do? Your dad had a mustache and he had 10-pound dumbbells that he would do, like, <laughs> arms once in a while.
3: My dad had something called a bowl worker way back on a Wednesday. Or
4: your grandparents had that thing that shook their waist, like, <laughs> whatever the hell that was. And I'm just saying, if we as a general public look and feel better older, I, maybe we need to not be surprised when athletes are dominating in their late thirties, right? Maybe and, like and they not- have an experience too that that other athletes in the past had, but their bodies gave out. Maybe it's not shocking if if a if a player makes tens of millions of dollars and spends millions of dollars on eating right and the right fitness routine. Should we be surprised? That's why they're doing it. I don't think so.
3: And props to LeBron, but. As Anthony Davis said, are you, are you breaking up? Are you cry, are well, crying? I was a little emotional for Danny G because <laughs> Danny G hit me up all excited. Like, yo, man. I, like, I can't even make my voice as low as Danny G. Hey, hey, yeah, man. Hey, man hey, I want to let you know, man.
1: And uh, Anthony Davis is on fire right now.
3: And I was like,
4: ooh. No, you were like, thanks, Danny G." And I was like, thanks.
1: <laughs> uh, there was that play early on where he stole the ball at center court and then glided in for that long layup at the rim. It was beautiful. That's the Anthony Davis Laker fans need.
3: Well, you need a healthy Anthony Davis, and that's what you're hoping for. Health as well. But you see the Golden State Warriors, you know, do what they do, and even he had to say, man, they're just a good team. We believe in what we do, Mm -hmm. but they're just a great team. So, yeah, I think health is is – Definitely, Rich, a bigger priority not only in everyday life. Yeah, like shit But especially in sports. If
4: you're roughly forty and you're like, yo, I feel and look better at forty than my parents so, did at thirty. So then, don't be
3: surprised yeah. that LeBron and, is putting up those kind of numbers yeah. still.
4: Shocker. Athletes are lasting longer. It's not shocking at all. All right, so hey, something I wanted to start with today. And I know you you've been hinting at this over the last couple of years, so I got a last couple of weeks, so I gotta give you a little pat on the back. It all stemmed cause I was comparing the dynamics, loosely
3: comparing what I see, like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady going through with younger players, I was saying it's much like Tony LaRusso in in a in a different way, not being on the same page with these younger players, not speaking the same language, right? It almost appears as if, as if they're talking down to these younger
4: guys, or if How, there's a, di- essentially just a disconnect. Is there there's a is, disconnect? Is there a disconnect and a? I would I would just say like they're they're not on the same page. I don't even know if that's the right way to put it, but you're seeing a lot of veteran quarterbacks that don't seem to have the team. And, and Danny G, you said you said the last Broncos game, you said you feel like you saw the wide receivers talking about Russell Wilson.
1: <laughs> yeah. The camera panned in on two Broncos wide receivers that were fired up and and it it was after a 3 and out for Russ and he had this confused look on his face and those two receivers were pissed and I felt like they were mad at him and taking it out the conversation out on how bad their quarterback was playing. Danny was doing
3: his best John Boy lip reading, yep. and he probably saw some F-bombs dropped. He mouthed the word Wilson. You saw the whoo, whoo. You w- saw he said Wilson. Wilson? So, yeah, he said he, Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> you put it together. You're like, man, they're unhappy. But as a quarterback, as a leader, you have to have your team, man. You just have to. And, you and, can't be speaking different la- languages. You can't be speaking down to these young guys. You can't be putting extra added pressure on these guys either. And they have that because they're young men playing with veterans that they looked up to.
4: You know what I mean? It's it's an, it's, it's an awkward dynamic. When, when I say disconnect, Richard Sherman and Marshawn Lynch were on a podcast talking about this. And the Richard Sherman podcast. And they were saying how there was even times where if you want to talk to Russell Wilson, it's not easy to directly get a hold of him. And this is absurd. This is absurd. To the point where you almost have to make an appointment or call his assistant or hit him up to make time. And if there's any truth to that, which I'd imagine there is some truth if it's Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman sort of reporting that not everyone has access. We've worked with people where it's like, yeah, you don't, uh, you can't really just go talk to that person. You got to like email their assistant. And then other important people are like, hey, open door policy. Come on in which you, in turn, respect
3: so much more, right? Don't you feel like you have a, a greater respect for the person that has the open-door policy as often, opposed to the guy who acts like he's
4: better than you? How often do, are you actually even going to use the open-door policy? That's why I always think it's great. When, it, when like, the big boss is but it's like... it's so
3: funny that the guy who wants you to make an appointment assumes that you're going to respect him more because he's so important. But as a result, you respect him less. Yeah. The
4: whole thing when, is contradictory. When, when there's a... When there's someone, man or woman, of importance, when they say open-door policy, it's such a good look because the reality is not many people will even use the open-door policy. But you're creating the narrative and the and the culture that, hey, we're a team, I'm accessible. Right, and you know
3: as an employee or a teammate that this guy may be more important or make more money or he may be the boss or whatever the case may be, but he's not treating you beneath him. When there's a guy in the team. And that's where you... you learn to respect that person, but if Russell Wilson says to his teammates, and again, allegedly according yeah. to the podcast, no, if you want to you know, speak with me uh, when I'm off the clock and I'm off the field, you have to make appointments, then it, it screams to his teammates that he's not really oh. one of the team, In the- he's, he's better, he's advertising that he's better than them.
4: In the podcast, Marshawn Lynch insinuates like you have to go through someone talk to russell wilson he that's said if good. i can't talk to you direct
3: i ain't calling you that's not good yeah exactly how do you build chemistry that way i know you build it on the field but there's more to that like you know um, sauce Gardner, right yeah like yeah how do you explain the success of the jets this year And he has his cheese head on i think he had his cheese head at the time Still, yeah at the time and he was like it ain't easy being cheesy and he was like, man, I got to tell you, man, the, the chemistry's just building, man. You know, it's just not about on the field, as you know. He's like, yo, we're playing video games, man. We're becoming friends. This is like a family. We're growing here, man. We just, we're on to something. Something's happening here. We're friends. There's chemistry. We're building a family. That's the
4: excitement. And That's the sort of uh, chemistry you need to build a team to win. And I just wonder if anyone has picked up on this narrative with veteran quarterbacks more than ever. Tom Brady... While he said he was sort of yelling at himself at the same time, Tom Brady sort of letting his offensive line have it. Yo. Russell Wilson saying you need an appointment to talk to him. Aaron Rodgers talking to the press sort of with the dynamic of like, oh, these young receivers don't get it. and like Almost like speaking like he's on a different Yeah, he's
3: level. speaking from a coach's perspective almost, right? Like, and and he is. Look, he knows what it takes to win. We get all that. But when you're paying these guys a significant amount more, Right, they're living completely different lifestyles. They've been in the game so long, where they have that sort of pedigree to speak that way. You, as a teammate, feel like he's not one of you anymore.
4: Yeah, how does that help? And you hey. always want to feel like you're one team. They're also carrying a huge burden, though.
3: They are, but look by they're, default, yeah. these they are oh, the
4: face of the team, essentially. You know, it's a great point spot. You are right, because when the when the Packers suck, they go to Aaron Rodgers' locker. Yeah. They're not lined up at Lazard's locker,
3: right? But you almost feel like you're not in the fight together. Remember when when you're on the football field, it's like a battle, right? You want I know, Tom feel, Brady. Remember yesterday he said he's in the yeah, military. He's in the military. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> guess what? Guess where you lose respect when you're yelling at an offensive line and you weren't even there the day before. That's how they feel yeah, about,
4: about it. it. And it's they're it, like it, they're it, thinking,
3: it, are, "We know you're Tom Brady, but are you really in this, man?" Because. You know, we're living the regular-day hustle and the regular-day grind. And you're at uh, you're, you're doing the Macarena at uh, Robert Kraft's wedding. Exactly. <laughs> so although they do take the burden
4: spot, and you're right, they are losing the team as a result yeah. at the same now, time. Now, I, I was the number one defender of Tom Brady. Like, oh, listen, he's Tom Brady. He'll make it work. But now I'm starting to change my mind a little bit. And you're allowed to change your mind. Yeah. Again, And, and I'm th- changing my mind to the fact that by Tom Brady continuing this, it's he's separating himself, and that's how it appears right
3: now. That's exactly. how it seems. That's how it appears. Can well, things change?
4: Yeah, we've seen it before. It might absolutely change, but that's how we're starting to see it. Well, the number is eight seven seven nine nine on Fox Cavino and Rich. We'll take your feedback, uh, Ramos and Danny G. I'm curious if you've ever worked with anyone in broadcasting, TV or radio that has had a middleman because we we've, we've seen people like this, and it's disgusting to me. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Not just that, but we've all had that radio host who had special treatment and didn't have to be at the staff meetings or certain things that all the rest of us had to do.
4: You know what I did last night? I spent two hours filling out all the iHeartRadio, FCC, uh, Blab, Human Resources, Sexual Harassment courses. I did all of it because I'm like, yo, I'm not going to try to skirt this. We're a team. We all got to do this crap, right? Wait, I gotta do that stuff? Yeah, you gotta you do
3: kidding? that
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, thought do I thought I was above that stuff. Have Rich have Rich do it for you.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, just have your kid keep pressing next. All right, um hey, Cavino on Rich. <laughs> That's a good idea. NBA yeah. fan. give your daughter ten bucks and be like, keep pressing next. Um, NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, and so let's tip off the season. Let's win some money. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any five dollar NBA moneyline bet and get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. I will. In addition to the usual bets, everyone
3: can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up game parlay today.
4: With bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the app, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, now. Use promo code c and R, C and r and make any $5 bet this week, and you're going to get 200 buckaroos and free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code C&R.
2: 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369. Bonus issued as is free bets. One boost for eligible game. Opt-in required. Deposit parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash
0: Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hit on the ground a short, go to second, force in time, full game over, American League Division series over, Yankees win, the Yankees
3: win. Rock that cradle. Rock the baby, rock, rock it. Rock the baby. Let's go Yankees, taking on the Strohs. Someone needs
1: to Tonight. endlessly loop that. Oh. for like 10 hours on YouTube where you could just watch. You're just like, no!
3: By the way, it's, so, it's, it's pure comedy. John Sterling, who announces as if he's Captain Crunch. We've right. established mm, that. in mm.
1: mm. oh. I mean, mm.
3: In labor of love, he rocks the baby. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. You know that they give you these great angles from the booth nowadays, right? Where you could see the announcers make the call. You see video of this last night and John Sterling loses it to the point where his hands are moving simultaneously to the... Yeah, games, oh, and his hands are moving back and forth. It's so funny, man. Anyway, we're Cavino hey. and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks to Spotty, Danny G, Ramos, and Dan Byer, hey. and most of all, you for hanging out and
4: putting up with us every day, 877-99 on Fox. Uh, live from the Tireck.com studio, reminder, the Breeders' Cup World Championship is coming to iconic Keeneland, November 4th and 5th. You don't want to miss the world's best thoroughbreds race for their shit of the $31 million in money and awards. Visit breederscup.com to watch all the action. Again, November 4th and 5th. Rock that baby. Rock that baby, bro. You're watching the Padres do what they need to do. Let me explain. They were trailing 4-0 early, and they're chipping away. 4-2. What happens in games like this, if you Mm, let the other team... They went back-to-back and belly-to-belly. Stop it, John. Mm. John Sterling, stop it, please. They did. Back-to-back bombs. But how many times is your team down... For nothing, and you're like, yo, just chip away. It's, all, unless it's over because they seem to get overwhelmed. But d- Let me tell you the San Diego Padres just hit back to back solo shots, chipping away. It's not over by any means after a terrible start. We'll keep you posted. Phillies up four to two oh, let me, now. Let me ask you one rando question Why? before we get back to the topic at hand. Why are they rubbing bellies again? I don't know. Mm, Sterling's. Belly says to belly. <laughs> Sterling's. <laughs> I'm confused. I get the back to back.
3: Back to back and belly Bully to belly. Belly, belly? to belly. So I mean, I mean, uh, you see Sabathia and Steve Balboni? They, 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 they greet they each other <laughs> in the <laughs>
4: dugout.
1: I don't
4: who's understand. Was belly? Cecil Fielder? <laughs> <clears throat> mm, bellies. Mm, mm, John, cr- John mm. Kruk.
1: Mm. Vogelbach?
4: Vogelbach. You can rub that guy's <laughs> belly for all day. That's a belly. Make some wishes. Schwarber and Vogelbach, belly to belly. So I'm watching the Phil's with their sweet red jerseys, I tried to look this up and I couldn't find an answer. When were teams allowed to start wearing alternate jerseys? And when did they start doing that in key matchups? Like, I feel like traditionally, when your team was in the big game, you knew you were getting the home pinstripes or the home solids and and the road grays. Now, I feel like... I mean, listen, it's cool for the fans and people that love rocking the different jerseys and people that love the style of sports. But... You watch a series, you're looking at like in a seven game set. You're probably looking at seven different combos of uniforms. People do what they want now, man. Look at any workplace. People come in wearing their PJs. Baseball players don't. No you're different.
3: gonna compare me they wearing flip
4: flops to Fox? I mean, to, uh... I was watching a TikTok video the other day, right? And yeah. like suits.
3: Who wears suits? It's 2022. People wear what they want. It's the same attitude. It's like, eh, who cares about traditions? I mean, even
4: even the big dogs here at Fox Sports said uh, after COVID, it sort of like came back. Like, all right, I guess we're we're cool with like just you know cultures Jeans and a button-down shirt. So why uh,
3: Danny G's wearing a tuxedo shirt today? Yeah, (laughs) he doesn't have to dress up. Tuxedo
1: t-shirt.
4: Ramos has his onesie on. (laughs) Who cares? He's got his feety pajamas. Who cares? Yeah. So they're wearing alternate jerseys. Hey, what do you think, guys? What do you think? Uh, PJ Fridays. We'll just wear uh, footsie pajamas. I'm down.
3: Very comfortable, no, but that is the mindset of a younger, like, corporate dude. Like, suits, ah, eh, whatever. I'm not saying nobody wears them anymore, uh, but well, you know, you know really there's a different sort of laid back nature of, I don't know if that translates. of the world. I don't know
4: if that translates to the alternate sports jerseys. However, Ramos, Danny G, you guys, you know, we got kids, not together. Ramos and I don't have kids together. <laughs> but, you know, though, what I noticed, I, I live near a middle school. And I feel like so many kids wear, like, pajamas to school. Have you noticed this, oh, trend? Oh, yeah,
1: especially the pajama bottoms.
4: Yo, I see young girls walking around down my block. It's I, called I, I, the I, frumpy look. And I'm like, I guess all the parents are like, yeah, sure, honey. Like, you look beautiful, but you really want to go to school in pajama pants? Like, I mean, to me, every kid I see walking down the, the block by the school, underdressed, in my opinion.
1: I saw a middle schooler and his little girlfriend, and they were matching pajama bottoms. <laughs> and I was like, man, she's training him for Christmas coming up when he gets older. Man,
4: that's the only time I think it's allowed when if you're rocking the same like jammies as your family on Christmas. In my Christmas jammies. All right, well, hey, um, Phillies looking sweet in their road red jerseys. But um, the story we're wrapping up was Richard Sherman, Marshawn Lynch, former teammates of Russell Wilson. As Sherman said, Russ looks like he's on the struggle bus. He's struggling. The struggle bus. Struggle the struggle bus. bus. Struggling. <laughs> struggling on the bus. And they Isn't said that hey, a Sesame Street character. The struggle, struggle bus? bus? Struggle bus, yeah. Do you talk to Russell Wilson? That came up on the podcast. And it was like, well, yeah, did you go through his manager? And they goofed about it. But the reality is, guys like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, there is a feeling of alienating themselves. From the rest of the team because they're such big stars. Well, you understand that because they're high-profile players. We, we totally get it. Of course we
3: get it. We, you see you see Young. But it doesn't rub the team the right way. Imagine, hold on, put, yeah. it, put it in our perspective, right? We're the new guys, for the most part, at Fox Sports Radio. New guys Monday through Friday. We've been here over a year now, right? Imagine we came here as the new guys trying yeah. to be a part of the team, yeah. but to get a hold of Cavino and Rich, you have to go through my assistant or my manager. Hey Ramos, sorry, man. Yeah, you want to talk about the show? You're gonna have to make an appointment. You really think they're gonna be on my team and on my side and no wanting to how, win? No matter how good you wanting are, wanting to win with me? If that's how I treated them? Or if that's how I came across, I'm not oh, saying Russell Wilson or any of these guys are treating their their teammates in a bad way. A what is it? Yeah, what's that perception that you're giving? Well, off? Speak
4: for yourself. Before the show today, I had to go wash Dan Patrick's car. You didn't have to. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I cleaned his
3: Bentley. That's, uh, the, but can I, the, you imagine? <laughs> he's the new guy there. He's still the new guy. Yeah. He's yeah. got to win the team over. Like he there's, doesn't have car service. But there's still <laughs> I know, right? There's still a part of him that has to win. The team over. And I'll give you a few other examples, Rich, where, you know, opulence, a different high profile lifestyle starts to lose your team. How about a rapper? A rapper has has his fan base, right? People identify with this guy. He's from the streets. He's rapping about his struggle, his come up, relatable things that people get behind. Then when he gets too big and he starts rapping about things that people can't identify with anymore, he loses his team. He loses his fans. He's no longer
4: relatable. You're not down with that guy anymore. They're not down with Russell Wilson. <laughs> Let's just say at our old job, one of the places we previously worked, Yes, the the face of the company... <laughs> Used a separate elevator. Yes. And you could, like, he entered the building a different way than everyone else. And it was like.
3: And when you're talking about a level of opulence that no one else could understand or relate to, you lose the team. You lose your fans. You lose your relatability.
4: And and we can't say that's
1: totally the case with Russell Wilson. However, as Danny G
4: G alluded, it does look like his teammates are like, what's this guy's deal?
1: Yeah. I've had to run a radio staff before, I know what it looks like. When people are conspiring against you. And if if you just joined us, Danny. Well, the he's, same- been here,
3: he's
4: been here the whole time.
3: No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> if he had just joined us. Uh, you know, the, we're saying the same applies to veteran quarterbacks like Tom Brady. Like, what a high-profile dude. Tom Brady, you know, r- rips one in a meeting and makes big-time news, right? Pfft, oh, man, Tom Brady makes headlines. And he's dealing with guys who are like 22 years old. There's a weird dynamic that's established. Yeah. As no, a result it, of that high profile lifestyle that he portrays, same with Aaron Rodgers, and they're they're no longer part of the team, they're above the team.
4: Yeah, like Aaron, it's hard Ro- to build Aaron a team Rogers, around that. Aaron Rodgers speaks to the press, and I feel like you guys will agree with me. He speaks to the press as if like these uh these young kids don't understand. Like I I Aaron Rodgers have the insight and the experience, like oh, they they don't get it. Pressure and, and yeah, who has more pressure on them? Uh, a young receiver playing with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, or a young receiver playing with a young quarterback, where they're all in it together? Yeah, uh, Justin Herbert's a young star, but catching passes from Justin Herbert probably has a little less pressure than being the guy that's on the scout team that got called up because of injuries, and now you're catching passes from Tom Brady, knowing that if you miss one pass, you're back to the practice squad. Or like a,
3: a Jamar oh, yeah. Chase and Joe Burrow. Like yeah, There's no pressure on Jamar Chase. They're on their come-up together. Right. It's different. There's a camaraderie. Yeah. There's a chemistry. That's team. I if think, there's uh, someone
4: above the team, it's no longer a team. I think we made the point. I'll wrap it up with this quote from Marshawn Lynch during the podcast. He said, yeah, we could talk to him, but his manager. If you're going, oh, there was the there was a comment about going to war, and it wasn't it didn't have to do with Tom Brady. It <laughs> no. just, not- you just butchered this quote like you're George uh, George right, Bush. Fool me there's, once, there's no- uh, shame on. Uh, can't saying. get fooled again. Old saying. There's an old
3: saying Man, t- from Marshawn Lynch.
1: Man. No juice.
3: And anyway, while Rich finds the quote that he was so amped up to quote. <laughs>
4: Shut <laughs> up! Shut up!
3: I just, just want to make it clear that And
4: I quote This is and how I, And wait, I quote Wait, hold man, on The man. famous quote goes Hold on, hold on a hold second on. Wait, <laughs> wait, I lost it uh, As I have I I, I always said Wait, <laughs> wait man, hold on, I hold mean, on the,
3: Man, this is really going to hammer home <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> Here it is uh,
3: I just want to make let it me rock this home. baby to bed I,
1: I, uh. I don't want to be
3: the radio guy That, that takes back Everything he said. This is how it appears at the moment. At the moment. Can things turn around? We've seen it happen before. This is how it appears right now. Not rooting against any of these guys.
4: Where is the damn clock? I
3: still, I just, I just stalled all that time. Are
4: really going to bring it all together? Here it is. What is going on? Uh, damn, buyer, how about an update?
1: <laughs> I'll tell you what, the Phillies were having a good time up 4 0 on the Padres until uh, San Diego answered with a few in the bottom half Brandon Drury, Josh Bell. College football, guys. The Alabama head coach Nick Sabin says they're aware of an alleged incident where wide receiver Jermaine Burton appeared to strike a female fan who ran on the field following Saturday's Tennessee win Nobody. over the Crimson Tide. Back to you. Whoopsie.
3: Thanks, wow. Dan. You know, I was thinking, Rich, too, on the flip side of this conversation, yeah. I know we wrapped it up. I don't know if you found the yeah, quote, quote yet. Yeah?
2: Oh, no. I, uh,
4: yeah, I told you guys before. You just forgot. <laughs> well, look, on, the, on the flip side, <laughs>
3: it, it, think how difficult it must be. From Wilson's perspective, from Brady, from Rogers, when you stay around this long and you have to deal with these young dudes, yeah, you know what I mean? A, like, it's a different world. I'm not saying they overstayed their welcome by any means. I'm just saying there's a
4: major, major challenge there too that we also have to understand. You know how much of a different world Tom Brady was playing when I think a different world was on TV. <laughs> it's a different world. Good one, Kadeem Hardison. Remember that one?
1: Uh, I did. I can't, reco- to I can't recover from this quote. You're not <laughs> going to recover. <Okay>. You're done. <laughs>
4: Can you just give us
3: another Do you have quote?
1: A quote from Jasmine Guy? Wait,
3: can you give me uh, another uh, Marshall Lynch quote yeah. about uh, anything? Anything Marshall Lynch just yeah, said. In his he's entire had a lot career. of quotes. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll look for that.
4: Yeah, I'll, give, I'll find you a good one.
3: Marshawn Lynch had a lot of quotes. So you just you just give any one if you yeah, want. I'll take anything at this point.
4: Anything's better than that different world joke.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: At one, at one point he said, uh, "I'm blessed."
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? I like that one. Can yeah. we stop with that one? I like that
1: one. Oh, um, look at that. It's break time.
4: Oh, perfect. Let's say hi real quick, though, to John in Lexington, and then we'll, we'll break. And I got a, a pretty, what I think could be the ultimate sports ultimatum in history. Did you hear what I said? History. Uh, John, what's up, man?
1: Uh, hey, guys. What's up? First thing, um, uh, I just wanted to say, boy, I wish the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs played every weekend because I'd watch every game. It, they're just fun to watch.
4: Yeah. And, you ain't kidding, man. I'll be honest, I feel like we'll be robbed if that's not a matchup at some point in the postseason.
1: Uh, yeah, I will too. But uh, I'm a Packer fan through and through. And with Aaron Rodgers, uh, his latest uh, ambiance, uh, all I can picture is him walking into the locker room and, and getting the guys together, burning incense and, and just sitting there. Uh,
4: I know, I know the it, ayahuasca hippie Roger side, but I you know what I actually genuinely picture. I picture like guys like Chit Chat, like, and like then Aaron Rodgers walks in, and everyone's just silent. Like you're yeah. talking about me. Like that <laughs> that that type of vibe. Oh
3: boy. Yeah, it's hard to build chemistry. It's not impossible. Hard to build chemistry when the
4: dynamics are so different. Well, coming up, we got a debut of a new game next hour. Midweek major. We'll get to that. Plus, as I'm coining it, the ultimatum. That would rock sports history. You just called it the ultimate
3: sports ultimatum. Now you renamed it something else. I think I need a coffee. You know what? Uh,
4: Somebody get a (laughs) bunch of coffee. (laughs) All right, we have more Cavino and Rich
0: next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
2: That ball is high, it is far, it is gone! It is a in
3: blast. And the cradle will rock tonight! Oh, yeah! Oh boy, Van Halen style! Yankees, Astros, and of course, Philly-San Diego. Now, it's your championship series Wednesday. I
4: mean, we already r- loved Ramos and Danny G and the crew here, but I will say... I know. Being that you're a huge music guy, you probably gained a lot more respect for Ramos over the last couple weeks. Ramos has a cover. He's got like, Ramos, you're a music guy too, huh?
2: I am. I just have this sixth... Sense of something. I don't know what it is. It's I've been told that many years. Like I'll just play a song and it and always ties into it. What ties we're into something or sometimes Andy the, sees dead people.
1: Ah,
4: he, that's a weird <laughs> sense. As well. Yeah, that's
1: yeah. my seventh sense wow. actually. Weird, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Anyway, so no yeah. Pasadena in the house, right? Ramos uh, has ties to Pasadena and and the band. Well, I right grew there. up in South Pasadena, yeah. and
2: I guess Van Halen is from Pasadena, California. So there Look you go. At
1: that. They were
2: playing the uh, what the uh, the circuit back in the late seventies. There's in the a, a area. legend that Ramos taught Alex Van Halen how
3: to work the double bass pedals.
4: <laughs> 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 true, yeah. true story. True story. <laughs> true story. But, but no, uh, thank you,
3: Ramos and Danny G. Thank you, Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio.
4: No, I'm saying you and I are always amazed that more people in sports don't know music? Because I know Danny G comes from like a DJ background. He's, he's worked with Eminem and all these heavy hitters. And I'm surprised that a lot of people in music don't know more sports. Because I feel like two of the things we all loved growing up were music and sports. And not only but that. But aren't you surprised that there's when you so were... many athletes that wanted to be rock stars and so many rock stars that, that wish they could I, have been athletes. I'm fascinated on the regular. How many people I know in the music radio world that are like, yeah, I don't really know sports. And how many people in the sports world are like, yeah, I don't really like music. To me- they're so intertwined as part of the fabric of your childhood, right? Like sports and music. Same. If you, you weren't, know? if you weren't, if you weren't collecting baseball cards and also buying new CDs and the other, Yesterday, I was telling Ramos and Danny G off the air. It doesn't it still has a thrill, but not the same thrill? Remember walking through Best Buy and how you'd look at the DVDs, the music, the electronics. Like uh, to me,
3: that was childhood, right? Way back on a Wednesday, absolutely. And I'm a music and sports fan. Same yeah. with Rich. I this mean, the majority, majority of Rich.
2: players, don't they? That's how they get hyped, right? Yeah. They always have headphones on. They're always walking into the st- the stadium you getting know hyped with their with music, something that pumps them up you for the game. I, you know what we got to do? We got to do an investigation one day into
4: the world of Bad Bunny because I don't know as much as I should about Bad Bunny, but if I saw a clip on social media. I may have run it up on the show before. If I did, I apologize. But I saw like someone was doing cool little interviews with players on – All Major League Baseball teams like, hey, what's your favorite music? When I tell you, not just the Latino players, white, black, Hispanic, and no matter what, every young player is like, bad bunny, bad bunny, bad bunny. International star. Every hot girl on social media, bad bunny. Bad, I want to become friends with Bad Mooney. <laughs> Bad Mooney. Bad I Bad mean, Boone. Danny G, you're you're he, a little more into that scene, Rich right? Rich is right though.
1: What it reminds me of is memes from DJ Cyberkid. He's a friend of mine, and he has a residency at Dre's uh, Club in Vegas. So he does he DJs a lot of the pool parties with your boy Paulie D. That is nothing
4: more fun than a day club until you realize you spent a couple
1: thousand dollars and all <laughs> yeah, and all the venereal diseases in the pool. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but besides that, it's a great time. Um, <laughs> But he always throws out these memes on social media about girls asking and requesting for Bad Bunny, and he says if one more girl asks for Bad Bunny, security will carry them out. It is—it really is
4: fascinating. Uh, a guy that I guess is a household name, but not. Well, I mean, the—I wonder if the average person could be like name Bad Bunny. It depends songs. who you ask. It's That's generational. True. That's
3: true. Very true. And am I wrong in saying that? He was part of the halftime show with J-Lo and Shakira. I know J Balvin was, right? But wasn't Bad Bunny there for a
4: minute? Wasn't he there for that? I feel like you would have remembered that more.
1: I know he was there during the uh, home run derby, remember? <sighs> Maybe I'm yeah. confusing it. Remember, the pandemic happened shortly after
3: that, so the yeah. whole thing's and you, a blur. And you got
4: the COVID brain. Yeah, I got COVID brain. <laughs> COVID. And COVID eye. If, if you fog. don't know what Rich
3: is talking about, trust me, he's right, because I'd love to disagree with him. Every young
4: player. Bad Very bunny. young player, bad bunny. All right, so I told you I had what, what did I deem it the greatest ultimate ultimatum in sports history? <laughs> no, you said the <laughs> s, the most ultimate sports ultimatum. That's what it is. I thought of this because we we recently saw Sly Stallone absolutely and his wife reconcile. Sly Stallone. If you're a music fan, to tie it all in, remember Michelle Branch from the 2000s? I know you do. I do. Yeah, I mean, you remember the name. Even if you weren't a fan of her music, her and her husband. Bad divorce about to happen. They're going to reconcile. So you're seeing, you know, not everyone's, you know, automatic divorce once it's brought up. You saw Gronk and Camille Kostik say, we think Tom and Giselle could work it out. Here's my question. If Giselle went up to Tom Brady today and said, Tommy.
1: Yeah, Giselle.
4: Tommy. Tommy.
1: Thank you so <laughs> much. Wait, had, she's from Spain now? Yeah. Yes, baby. Tommy. If I will, you. I will take you back, Tommy. But you have to leave the football. Wait, what? Is that
3: Giselle or is that Anna de Armas as, as Marilyn As Marilyn Monroe. Monroe.
5: <laughs> I is. I is. Hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. if stop if, me playing.
4: If, if Giselle went up to Tom Brady today and said, I know you love your family. I know we are, we b- retain divorce attorneys. It all goes away today. We're family again, Tommy. All of us will move back in. If you leave the National Football League now. If you choose me. Because in four months. Choose he, us. In four months. Choose family, Tommy. That's in four football. months, Tommy's done anyway. Would you leave if you were Tom Brady? If that ultimatum, if she gave you a little private call like, hey, babe, it's me. Leave. To save the family. Your thoughts. 877-99 on Fox. We got more. Covino and Rich
0: next on Fox Sports.